the new channel. the new channel hashtag TNC now the views opinions and insights expressed in the following shows are those of the host producers guests and viewers they do not necessarily reflect the position of the channel viewer discretion is advised The new channel. Our passion transforms a community that sees all things new. I am Alpha Miguel Sanford, streaming live from Boston, Massachusetts, USA. And you are watching the world's premier episode of Once a Teacher, Always a Teacher at the new channel. Magandang gabi, mabuhay to all of you. I am very honored and I'm very thankful for all of you who are with me at this moment in time. So uh, while you are with me at this moment, I want to make sure that I am acknowledging all the educators, all the school leaders who are with me at this moment. So if you are an educator or a school leader, I want you to please write your name, your location, and if you can and if you want, type in your school um, so I can acknowledge you and your colleagues later. If you are here as our neighbor, our friend, a colleague, and you want to tag your favorite teacher, please do so. Tag your friends, tag your favorite teachers because this show is created just for you. Alrighty, while you're typing it all away, all your wonderful information, I want to acknowledge a lot of the people who are with us at this moment. I know people are tuning in from all over the world, and I'm really, really so appreciative of the time that you are spending with me right now. Instead of you um, maybe grabbing a coffee or doing some fun stuff with your friends and your family, you are with me. So thank you very much. So let's roll it. I'm going to give some acknowledgement first and foremost to my family, my parents, Mrs. Leonida Miguel and Mr. Conrado Miguel, who are watching all the way uh, in Sacramento, California, along with my family and sisters over there, uh, Rachel, Miguel Bautista, and her family. I also wanted to acknowledge all of my colleagues of the Unified 
the United Federation of Filipino American Educators here in Massachusetts, who are with us at this moment. And uh, um, this morning, I was really reflecting with the thought that, oh my goodness, this is the first time that I'm doing a live streaming on Facebook. And as I reflect, I am thinking of a few of my favorite high school teachers. Uh, my teachers who, uh, uh, one of them have helped me become more confident when it comes to writing and expressing my thoughts. And that is uh, Miss Risa Rumbawa Manawis. So Miss Rumbawa Manawis, thank you so much for all the things that you've taught me when I was in high school. Another teacher that I would want to acknowledge is uh, uh, Miss Petronila or Mrs. Pat Julian Purganan, uh, who with her help, she was able to help me uh, with my leadership skills. And last but not the least, I wanna mention one of my most amazing high school teachers, former high school teachers, Miss Corazon Lopez. Um, we learn so much from her, just about anything about life, okay? So let's see who are with us right now. I wanna see who are with us. I wanna acknowledge all of you. Um, I wanna acknowledge Miss Caitlin Pacada, watching from Camiling Tarlac, Philippines. Thank you very much for being with us. Uh, Miss Celia Alamo Jacob, uh, thank you for uh, being with us this very moment. I appreciate you and appreciate your family. Uh, Miss Apple Esplana Manansala, um, she is the CEO of the, the new channel. Thank you for being with us. Miss Gian, uh, mine, Edwin. Janiola, I hope that I was able to pronounce the names very well. Thank you for being with us. Baguio, thank you. I love Baguio. Thank you, thank you, thank you. All right. So I am very happy that you are with us at this very moment. Also, I've got a few birthday announcements. I want to make sure that I also share with you uh, some birthday celebrants for the month of October. I've got my uh, uncle, Billy Luna of Makati, Philippines. I hope that he is with us. Also, my friends, Fatima Maglalang Bernal of uh, uh, San Jose, California. Uh, my friend, Claire Marcus Claflin of Hingham, Massachusetts, as well as Shabnam Barmal of Hingham, Massachusetts. Happy, happy birthday to all of you. May you be blessed with a lot of great joy and happiness in life. All righty. So let's see if we have other teachers that we want to acknowledge at this very moment. All right. Keep them coming. Um, and I want all of you viewers, teachers, school leaders to know that this show is made particularly with you in mind. I know exactly that this year, at least the last 17 months, has been a trying moment in our profession. But I know that in each and every one of you, there is that inner hero that you always want to take out. Sadly though, as I look around and, and as I observe what's really going on, I see that there are a few buckets of my fellow educators who are, some of them unmotivated, some of them exhausted, some of them tired, some of them still keeps on going, still seeing the joy the passion to do the things that they are intended or were born to do. So I have been asking myself this question, all right? And I would love for you to think about the answer to this question. Why do you think or why are at this moment and time good teachers failing right now all right 
Let me uh, repeat the question and I want you to think about the answer. Why do you think? Why are good teachers failing right now? All right, so for all of the educators, school leaders who are watching right now, plug in your answers. And I'd love for you to just take a pause, take a moment, and really think that through. Because I know for a fact that teachers, public school teachers, private school teachers, parochial school teachers, whatever or wherever you are a teacher right now, I know in all my hearts that you are here because you were born to really have an impact in this world. And your impact in this world is not just to become a so-so or a mediocre teacher, right? You were born to be more than that. You were born to be great teachers and really impart and elevate our children in front of us, who's going to be the future of tomorrow. Um, but then again, you know, I ask myself, why are good teachers failing right now? It saddens my heart whenever I see good teachers, great teachers starting to fall apart or are failing. All right. And let's see. What do we have right here? Okay. All right. So uh, we're going to have to uh, figure it out. All right. In terms of the answer to this question. But uh, I'm going to give you the answer at this very moment. All right. You've done your pause. You probably are shy typing away your answer. But here it is. One of the reasons why I believe good teachers are failing right now is because they're forgetting to love themselves, all right? They are forgetting about self-love. Okay, so today I am going to be bringing in one of the most amazing people that I know, a former classmate of mine from a program that we entered last year. Um, she is a lifestyle coach from Taiwan, and she has had a lot of experiences when it comes to the fashion industry. And she would like for us to teach about self-love and becoming fashionable. But before I bring her in, I am just going to share with you a few of my own personal tips that I've used, okay, that I've used when it comes to self-love. Because I truly understand lots of things are going on in our lives right now. But unless you as an educator, you as a teacher, is really carving space and time for yourselves, you will continue to feel defeated, all right? You are a great teacher, and this is why you are going to put some space and time for yourself. So here are five things that have worked for me as I have gone through the past few months of being an educator, okay? I'd love for you to consider these strategies, all right? One, Take a look at uh, um, detox or digital detox. When I say digital detox, um, 30 minutes before you go to bed, consider turning off your phone, all right? Number two, and I love this one. I do what I call my pedicure and manicure protocol. I tell myself, all right, I'm gonna go every two weeks, get my nails done, and really feel better after that. If you can, and if you are able, do that, all right? And if it's something that you would like to try, I would encourage you to try the pedicure and manicure protocol. The third one, the third tip that I personally use is what I call the three S, the solitude, 
silence, and stillness. What do I mean by that? What I mean is that take time. Take time to be alone, okay? You can go for a walk in your backyard. You can take some time to be alone in your room. Um, read a book, but take some time to be alone. There is power in being alone, all right? The next one is silence. Silence is really being quiet, all right? Taking the time to be quiet. And the last of the three S is stillness. Our brains, our bodies are always moving. But if you take time just to be still, it's powerful. All right? So those are the three S's. You can use any time of the day those three S's. The last four strategy that I use so that I would encourage to love myself is um, what I call the, uh, let's see, solitude, stillness, the magical morning, or the morning routine. When I talk about the magical morning, I talk about like a few things right here. Movement, meditation, and minding your mind. Take some time in your morning to move, all right? You can jog, you can walk, whatsoever you want to do, or you can do some stretching, but try to move. Next, you can meditate, all right? There are a lot of meditation strategies that you can do. And then lastly, mind your mind. What works for me is really reflecting and doing a journal, all right? So you can create your own magical morning, but those are some of the things that I love to do in the morning. And lastly, as part of my self-love strategy, all right, ready for this? Watch your words because your words carry wealth. So a lot of times us as educators and us as, as teachers, we tell ourselves, oh my gosh, I'm horrible. Oh my gosh, that's so terrible. Watch your words, okay? Because your words carry your wealth. So instead of using those negative words, try to be positive. In some of the, the talks that I've made in the past, I have taught viewers and my audience about this particular secret. And the secret is, if you're walking, if you're doing something, right, try to train your mind by saying just these two simple words. And they are success, wealth, wealth, success, all right? So just by saying those two words again and again in your mind, it's going to help you become more positive because those two powerful words, success, wealth, if you keep on training yourself, telling yourself about that, they're going to emanate those energy outwards into you. All right? So those are my five self-love uh, tips that I use, but obviously for today, let's dig deeper into this topic um, as we listen more to someone whose number one love is really about this particular topic. So Derek, let's play an introduction of today's special guest, Ms. Shuangmin Chang. Hello, I'm Shuangmin. I'm a lifestylist. I work with overworked yet underwhelmed professionals who help them get back their time, get out of constant exhaustion, and put things they really enjoy back in their lives. The key difference my program makes for my clients is that while they are working on their career goals, they do not need to trade in their happiness in other areas in their lives. Everything starts with finding holistic clarity, removing roadblocks, and put strategy in place to make sure they can start moving toward the direction they want in their lives, as well as to make sure synergy happen across all areas in life. Feeling effortless and joyful and being filled with a true energy to really thrive on a day-to-day -day basis are really possible. I believe that your 
ideal life doesn't need to wait. You can have it right now. Folks, educators, school leaders, here we are. I am inviting Ms. Shuangmin Chang directly from Danghe, Taiwan, to join us for today's world premiere episode. Shuangmin, how are you? I'm good. I'm so glad to be here. I, I wasn't smiling in that video, and now I realize. <laughs> it's all good, right? Yeah. Tell us, right? Tell us in terms of about you, the work that you've been doing, and things like that. Let's start uh, off. Yeah, let's start off. Well, like, uh, my day to day basically is surfing. Uh, I have all the mo morning routine you mentioned. Like, I stretch, or I serve, I stretch, I meditate, and then I will have my coffee. So, that is something like that I really wake, my, wake me up and send me into the mood of the morning. And then I have the, the coaching, everything around, like, um, talking to clients, prepare for contents, um, uh, connecting with people who is probably potential clients or potential partners. Um, and I write. So I write about, you know, personal growth as well as uh, my life as a surfer and also how I connect my previous life as a fashion, as someone from fashion and with this current life in the countryside. A lot of people think there's a lot of conflicts. So, but it actually it's not. So I write a lot, a lot about that as well. So I serve, I write, I do my coaching, everything about coaching. And basically that's how I pass my day actually at ease. It's amazing. It's amazing. So Xiongmin, tell us yeah. in terms of the training that you've gone through, with Lifebook, and how did you become what we are now calling lifestylist? I understand, right? Previously, you were in the corporate world, yeah. you were with Gucci and Celine, and you realize, uh-oh, time to pause, right? Yeah. Walk us through, what is Lifebook, and what do you do? Okay, so basically, um... For me, it's uh, life is actually a process. And then the Lightbook Alpha mentioned is actually a program that I I took last year. It's because I, as Alpha mentioned, I quit my corporate job. And then I enter another stage of my life that it's everything is open because I don't have a nine to five. I don't have other people to set goals for myself. So at that time, I was looking for something, a system that's more effective than my old system to plan for the, this new stage of my life. And Lifebook is actually a lifestyle system. I know like everybody here about lifestyle probably have some stereotype, but when we talk about lifestyle, it's actually living the life that you want. And then I really want to elaborate uh, because a lot of people are thinking about living the life I want. Again, it's very far away because this is how we grew up. You know, you have to get A and then you will you will reach B. And then when we reach B, we need to get B and then they reach C. But when we talk about lifestyle uh, system, it's actually really understand what we want in each area of life. Because we actually have a lot of areas in our life. We have our body, so it's health and fitness. We have our mind, our intellect, so that's intellectual life. And then we have emotion all the time. So like teachers, when you are facing with kids and then the parents, there are a lot of emotions. The one you like, you don't like. So this is like emotion. And then probably you have your own family, you have your own friends. So that's parenting, that's social life. And for a lot of you here uh, teaching, it's your career. So that's a career to plan. And then your career may link with your finance, but your finance probably is another thing that's finance. So there's more. So that uh, we talk about 12 categories. That's a basic for like everything to cover everything in our life. So uh, when talking about lifestyle, actually for us is to get really clear what you want in all areas of life and why it's important because I've been there. I want to be successful in my career. So I told myself that if I really want to make something in a career, I should 
you know, put other things aside because this is my focus. I need to put a lot of time. I, there's never enough. And then uh, at some point of my time, uh, probably in the mid-20s, I realized that, oh, but I don't, I don't want just have a job, you know? Like I want a friend that I like or um, I want to travel. So that, that's, that's, that's the whole scope of the so-called lifestyle and how we, how we plan it. If we trade in one thing with another, we will never be balanced and we will never behave happy. Because when we talk about the word sacrifice, I, I don't think a lot of people will think, oh, sacrifice is so happy when we talk about this word. Um, so like um, my book is really about getting really clear on all 12, all 12 aspects of life that what you want. So you know where to leverage, where to focus, where to plan. So nothing is really left out. And uh, after I did the program, I was really excited about it. I think more people need to know. So when they started certifying people to run the program uh, for the company, I got certified as well. So now Lightbook is part of my program uh, to really help people to get clarity. And clarity, it's, it's really important. Like It's like when you are clear where you want to go. It's like when we get lost in the forest, we got nervous and anxious. But once we find a direction, we'll say, oh, and then we start to enjoy the view, you know? No matter where we go, we know like where we are heading. So it's a huge, huge difference just to get a clarity. And then when you have a clarity, you can decide how you want to go there. You can have million ways. Everyone has their own special ways. But then if you don't have a clarity, um, no matter like how good we are, what are our talents, it's just not being employed efficiently. So uh, that's my journey now and uh, from corporate moving into this stage and then being a coach because I, I, I realized that I really enjoy uh, supporting people to be the person they want to be. I, when I'm in corporate life, I have a team. So I realized that when I was working with my team and then I decided to some point to move it into full time to do only this, not, not for corporate anymore. That's wonderful, Shuangmin. So what I heard is that you went from a confused corporate person to now a clarity or clearer coach who's now helping people across the world get clear in terms of what they want in life. Yeah. So um, with that in mind, let's just say we as educators and school leaders know and are clear that self-love is sort of the area that we are lacking. So can you tell us some of the things that you've used or some of the strategies that you have shared with your uh, wonderful array of successful clients? and share with us some of those will you yeah um sure i i like i like how you share because you know the pedicure manicure it's actually one of my biggest strategy when i incorporate world it's like the the time that i really blank out and um and really you know like treat myself so for myself that uh let me define like my self-love my self-love oh, is that mm -hmm. And if I know I'm loving myself, it's at, at all the moments, no matter what happened, I can feel a deep trust and love I have toward myself. That's self-love. Because I think like you mentioned, um, a lot of good teachers, they started to feel like exhaustion and even burn out. It's because they want things to be good. They want to make key impact and influence and then really, you know, see the potential in children. So they kind of really all the focus is on them, on, on those, uh, on those uh, children. And then I understand for not just teachers, I think overall for, for the people who is really excellent and high performer in their area, they have this tendency of, oh, I can do better. I can do better. So, um, Take a moment to celebrate yourself. We can always do better because that's tomorrow. But as for today, we are doing our best. So I, that's, this is very important. My first 
uh, strategy is that always acknowledge myself today that I'm doing my best. It's not, yeah. So I mean, like for, for me, it was really difficult before because I am a person that always tell myself that you can do better. So I only focus on the, on the things that I can do better. I never, never, uh, acknowledged myself before. What am I putting in today? So, uh, if you are someone who, uh, who have difficulties to acknowledging yourself as alpha mentioned here one of her morning routine is journaling me it's like my evening routine um i always suggest my client you can have a session i am thankful for myself today because and it has been it has to be about yourself it's not about oh i'm thankful for i'm thankful for alpha inviting me to a show no i'm thankful for myself having the courage to say yes so you see, you see the difference. Just take the credit for yourself. This is my first strategy. And the second, uh, a second strategy is that, um, remember that taking care of yourself is not selfish. That's right. Uh, yeah. Like Alpha say, Alpha so mentioned because I agree so much. I, I, I did all the practice Alpha is doing. So like carving time for myself, being solitude and stay away. Um, I used to tell my friends, that okay today I don't want to be contacted. I just want to be myself. I voice out what I need. And even now, you know, like we are humans. There are days we are not that upbeat. And there are days we are we are full of energy. It's normal. But it's okay to tell people that today I need support. I'm not so much being a supporter today. Mm -hmm. It's okay. Because we are humans. And um, and uh, taking care of yourself. I always say that if we are not taking care of ourselves, we are we are of no use to anybody else. Imagine that if you are you know like really burnt out and then you started to uh, have low energy, it's not doing good any good to the, the the children in your life. But if I am always upbeat and then I'm always smiling, I use encouraging words more than you know discouraging words then I, I have much more impact uh, in, in the children that I am in contact with. So taking care of yourself is not selfish. Taking care of yourself is the best thing you can do for everyone. That's awesome, um, Shonen. I think, I think this is like super, um, super, super important because I, I had clients who tell me like, oh, but if I stay away, because I, I have also I have friends who are parents. They'll say, oh, but if I don't go to the art class for them, I said, but there's teachers. So the teachers can can take care of them in the art class. This is your time to have coffee or to meet friends. That's right. Um, That's yeah, right. so that this is like on top of alphas, acknowledge yourself and remember taking care of yourself. It's you are doing this is the best thing you can do for everyone else, including yourself. It's not selfish. Uh, I know like in our culture, I think my culture and this culture of this aspect is quite similar that we always need to give and give and give and, and you know, think for others. And when we think for ourselves, we were considered selfish. Re reverse this. Yeah, taking care of yourself is the best thing you can do for everyone else. So awesome. You, yeah. You so make time. Uh, make time for yourself. And then what is my note? Yeah. So, um, and accept, accepting who we are, uh, because we are also very critical for, our, uh, with ourselves, like Alpha said, Alpha also mentioned, you know, like we have this voice telling us that, uh, I'm horrible because we did something or because of part of our personality or just accept it because as long as we know it, and if you want, you can, you can improve. But if we, we don't accept ourselves, part of ourselves, like the one is good side, we love that good side. We have this side that we don't consider so good. But accept it because that's who you are and that's what makes us unique. For example, they are they're probably if Alpha and me, we are teachers, probably there will be some students liking me more and some students like Alpha more. So we are contributing to others in our own unique way. But if you don't accept yourself, Actually, kids are very receptive. They know. 
So they learn from us that they are accept, like they are not accepting themselves. That's powerful. Um, yeah, yeah. So I think it's also go into like parenting. The same is the parents not really comfortable with themselves, and the children will be not comfortable with themselves as well because the the parents cannot connect with themselves. Right. So, right. So and then remember, like we are here today, healthy, breathing, contributing. That means everything about us is good. So we are here today. Um, I think these are the mindset that uh, I do a lot of mindset work. So uh, I, my sharing is more on the mindset side. It's it's very important. And also, like as Alpha said, the words you use on yourself, then then you also will change the words that we use with others. So I, I used to do a practice. If I say something, I don't think this is so empowering. But I already said it, right? When I went home in the evening, I will rephrase it. I will ask myself. So next time, how am I going to say this sentence or this opinion with the same effect, but in a more empowering way? Oh, I love it, Shaman. I love it. So yeah. right now, I just wanted to make sure that I heard what uh, you mentioned and these are really great teacher steps right one yeah. um acknowledge yourself acknowledge your accomplishment right yeah. number two is really um confidently saying it's okay i need support or it's okay i need some space right yeah and number three accepting um what is and what's the moment right yeah and yeah. number four, like, I love when you say that at the end of the day, you are rephrasing some of the things that you've heard, you've told yourself, or you've listened to yeah. your inner voices, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, I'm sure that you've got a few more club uh, <laughs> tips, but why don't we take a pause? And yeah. um, when we come back, Let's continue on with a few more of your tips when it comes to self-love. All right.
launching your own podcast but don't know how and where to start? Let ValuePod Productions Podcast Editing and Management Services help you effortlessly launch, syndicate, and grow your podcast. Message us at facebook.com slash Productions. ValuePod Productions Podcast Editing and Management Services. Humanizing personal connections through podcasting. Welcome back, educators, school leaders, and everybody else who's watching with us right now on this world premiere episode of the Once a Teacher, Always a Teacher show here at the new channel. Uh, welcoming with us again is our special guest for today, uh, Ms. Shuangmin Cheng from Danghe, Taiwan. And as we are bringing her back in this space, I want to acknowledge a few of the teachers and our viewers who have been with us since this morning. I want to acknowledge Ms. Catherine Carvajal. Thank you very much for being with us. I am glad that you're putting the heart, yeah? And I am um, expecting that later on today, you are going to put more self-love into your own toolkit of becoming great and getting right back up as a good teacher. I also want to acknowledge Ms. Yedelaila Miguel, and thank you for tagging uh, some of your friends who are educators, and continue please to keep on tagging uh, your friends and educators. All right, so um, let's bring back in Ms. Shang Min Chang. Hello. <laughs> Hi, Shuangmin. Good to be back. So, um, so we covered acknowledging yourself and loving yourself is not selfish. And then ch change the words how you use on yourself. Yes. All right. So, uh, Shuangmin, are you still there? Okay, I'm back. I don't okay. know. I was removed. <laughs> awesome. So let's uh let's continue on so we uh, we were talking about self-love yeah. and uh, i know that that's one of the reasons why i believe good teachers are failing right now and i think one of the things too is that they're also feeling burnt out so yeah. tell us tell us some of the things um that you have you have been using to help us when it comes to um, preventing burnout um, okay, so practicing self-love is really, really important. It's like the, the very core step that uh, to prevent burnout. And other things I use, uh, it's boundaries. You know, like I know very passionate professional, we tend to take work with us wherever we go. And then, you know, like we constantly thinking about how can I do better? Uh, we think about it before we go to sleep. It was the first thing came out of, came out of our mind. Uh, the first thing in the morning so set boundaries like if you are this is your time you dedicate to your education you like the, the role you play dedicate it it be be 100 concentrate but when you leave that mm -hmm. area that space focus on whatever thing you choose to do so set boundaries your profession there's a boundary it's not it's not 24 hours on call no matter you are calling yourself or as parents are calling you or students calling you boundary is very important um and i know uh, at least for me that the, the the culture i grew up setting boundaries is really difficult because we need to be nice to people but setting boundaries not is not being rude it's again it's self-care and it's also that people know that uh they need to respect you as well and being respected for sure will give you more energy than being demanded. Uh, so boundary is very important. I know I'm looking at notes, but there's so many, so much, so many can talk about. And get clarity in other areas in your life. What I encounter is many people, they are quite clear on the career side, what they want in their life, but not so clear on in other areas. So you will see 
uh, people will trade in their health or their emotion to career or they will trade in their family life into career because they are not quite uh, sure what, they, what kind of life they exactly want in other areas in life. Once you are clear, then you will consciously make time for those. So um, get clear on also on other areas of your um, of your life, exactly what you want, as, the, as, cl um, as clear as your career, and started to think, how can I make time for that? You, have, you already have your boundary, so you will have for sure making more time because you put boundary on it and how you are going to balance all these areas. And once we are feeling balanced, we are happier, we are more energized, and we, our emotion is more stable. It's just naturally you will come. If we feel balanced, we feel we are taking care of everything in our life, not just one thing. That's right. Yeah, and then at the price. If you still think like you need to do more, mm. uh, you you didn't do good enough, or mm. you are not sure, even you know when we burn out, we ask all these questions, why, why I'm here, or why am I doing this? That's right. And, yeah, ask yourself the price. Like, why do you want to be a teacher? For example, um, I asked myself, why did I get into fashion at the very beginning? And after 10 years, am I still holding, am I still that person 10 mm -hmm. years ago? You know, we change. And I think educators, there are a lot of ways to, to do this work. And whether like the, the position you are in or the role you are playing, match, still matching what you are expecting of yourself. So X deep wise and deep wise give us um, a sense of urgency and a sense of motivation that we want to, we really want to, you know, put ourselves in. For example, like I do coaching and then, you know, starting being a solopreneur, it's not all, you know, rosy and happy. We have a lot of things like all entrepreneurs and it's a, it's a job. So sometimes I will tell myself, oh, we just go back to fashion, you know, it's easy and it's familiar. But then I ask myself, why do I decide, why did I decide to leave that life behind? And I know this is a legacy I want to leave behind because I support people to be happier or to be more, to feel more supported. For me, this is important. And this why is deep. Mm -hmm. It's not, not just about me not working in the corporate. It's about me, my connection with others. Then this one is for sure is deeper than, oh, I don't want to do nine, nine to five anymore. So ask deep wise. If you have questions, you feel exhausted, ask yourself, go back to the origin. Why do you want to, to be a PE teacher at the very beginning? And why, uh, what kind of teacher did you expect yourself to be? Are you still that person? And, or are you caught up in something else so you cannot be that person? So solve it so you can be that person again. Um, so um, this is also like one thing. It's not easy work. I'm not saying it's simple. I'm not saying it's easy, but it, it, it's necessary. Um, that's what I do. I accept myself about wise a lot. Um, boundaries all the time, self-care. Um, I think like if you can put all these in place, you will see change, but you have to be, you have to put it in, in, in place. Also like what Alpha mentioned, uh, generally acknowledging all these. And I know like you need to make time <laughs> to do these things. It's, it's, it's also like what you decide to do, you are actually taking a step to decide to be more balanced. That's and right. The moment of decision, it's important you decide you want to be more balanced you decide you want to be uh, more energetic you decide you want to feel love more and you decide you want to go back to the passion that you once had being a teacher so that's the decision moment is important oh i love it strong man the decision making is really really important and obviously uh what i got from what you just mentioned is you know, set some boundaries. It's okay to say no, right? Yeah. And yeah. what I also heard from you is, what I also heard from you is really about the why. 
really yeah. asking yourself deeper and deeper, is this still uh, yeah. the reason why you're here, right? Yeah. And you know what, Shongmin? I am not going to let the show pass without listening from you. I know it's really about self-love, but I truly believe that being or at least expressing yourself in a fashionable way brings up the confidence and yeah. lights you up, right? So yeah. you have some quick tips for our teachers and educators since you work with luxury brands like Gucci yeah. and Celine before. Let's hear it from you. Okay, so you know, like fashion is also one of my passion. Even I'm not there anymore. Uh, so like to be for for like everyone, it's not that everyone is really into brands and something. But for me, like fashion fundamentally is about expressing ourselves. So first thing, remember, it's not what you wear make who you are. You make what you wear who you are. I think this is important because we now we have all this fashion magazines and then you know people saying that you have to have this bag that means you are in and if you wear that dress you are out so i just want to reverse this a little bit mm -hmm. um, you your outfit it's what what you use to express yourself it's the same as our language it's the same as the, the profession you choose it's it's your expression mm -hmm. so first i would say um Go what you're comfortable with. If if like your friends tell you, oh, this is in trend, but you don't think like, oh, this is not my style, then don't do it. Because uh, if you don't feel comfortable, then you are not you. So first is go what is more comfortable, more naturally. Uh, that's you. And secondly, I'm, look, I'm looking at my notes. So <laughs> secondly, it's that um, Go simple. If you are if you are someone who is anxious about, oh, I don't know which color to match, which color or um, which uh, which you know style to match, which style, which trousers to match, which shoes. Go simple. For example, even I work in fashion, but I like really simple uh, style. So I may have a T-shirt that it's the same T-shirt or the same gray, the same black. But I choose one uh, statement item. And when I say statement item, it could be a trousers. A, like I have a t-shirt, basic t-shirt. And then by my bottom, like my skirt, probably it's prints. And all my trousers, it has special cuts. So use everything goes simple and use one statement item. For example, Alpha and me, we were talking about, I have a, I have a lot of red shoes. So I usually go all black. And then have one pair of uh, eye-catching shoes. So uh, go simple, but choose one statement item. I know, like some people like uh, accessories, so you can go simple and pick a necklace or a ring or even like a pair of glasses that is going to stand out. Um, so that's also another way to do it. Mm -hmm and uh, balance and proportion mm -hmm. so uh, one important things uh, when we dress especially for females is that if you don't know you know like what kind of proportion what is better to uh, show my body go with one part one part tight one part loose so if you are a top it's more fit you can go with fit trousers or loose trousers so you can be uh, smoke uh, okay, smoke trousers probably is too. It's like the, the trousers. That's <laughs> and then if you have like skinny jeans or skinny like more fitting trousers, you can go with a top that it's looser. So there's less contrast and less proportion. Mm -hmm. And if you want to look, you know, like girls, we like to look slim, slimmer, taller. So uh, then highlight your waist. And um, and another thing is that. Uh, we we not everyone has the same body shape. So and and I know like uh, now also the society is also promoting that let's judge your body. Your body is not perfect enough. So one part of self love practice is find the find a way to love your body, and find a a place that you like the most. For example, I love my legs. So usually my outfit will be really showing off my legs. 
So find somewhere like part of your body that you like. If you like your neck, then use necklace as decoration. Or pick always pick an outfit that has special cuts on the neck, like deep cuts, uh, asymmetry cuts. Um, learn to love your body and show it off. It will really boost your uh, confidence and uh, your self love feeling uh, for yourself. So um, this is so. I let me summarize. Uh, pick what you are comfortable with because your clothes is expression of yourself. Not not your clothes is not expressing you. So are you comfortable with balance and proportion? So all tight is fine, but all loose it's a bit uh, uh, tricky. So go with like, contracts and proportion. Highlight your waist if you want to look like taller, slimmer, um, with more energy. So highlight your uh, your waist and choose so simple if you are not so you cannot deal with all the color, all the prints and some go simple and then choose one statement item. It could be shoes, it could be accessories, uh, it could be a skirt, it could be uh, a pair of glasses. So go simple, but with a statement item. And then the, the last one is, you know, learn to understand your body and find out which part of your body you like the best. And then try to, um, not all the Probably you don't want to do it all the time, but sometimes you you choose an outfit that will really show off that part of your body. For example, like when I train my back, mm -hmm. I like to show off my back because I have more motivation to train it. <laughs> so I will, I will pick like some uh, tops that will show a little bit of the muscle of my back. And then this is also, you know, like to, if you are really into, oh, I need to get into exercise. This is also a very good way to motivate yourself to uh, get into exercise as well. So um, I think like these are really basic, but if you, you know, like tweak, tweak them, you can actually make a lot of combination with your closet. I call myself style, stylist in a way is that, um, you just use the same thing, but you use, you make different combination, then it becomes something new. Um, so that's it. I, I don't, I, even I'm from fashion, I don't really encourage that you have to get the, the most in items. Um, if they are, they, if you, if you really feel like it, it's the way you treat yourself, you know, like pedicure and manicure, it's really good, but whatever you wear or you carry, it's not something going to define you. I think this is very important. Don't get so anxious about um, whether I am proper or I'm, I'm you know, the magazine fashionable. You are fashionable. Like everyone. Like you are unique. So I uh, put something you are comfortable and then with all these tips. Uh, personally, I like the statement item one. I use, and, and um, your makeup. If, you, if females, you wear makeup, for example, if I have red shoes, I usually will go with red lipsticks. So there was also echoing for for that. Um, and yeah, so uh, I think this is usually what I go with, and I'm I'm personal practicing them. So that's awesome, Shuangmin. This has been a wonderful episode with you. We learned so much from you when it comes to uh, some tips on self love and just a particular um moment when it comes to you know being fashionable it's yeah. really about finding something within yourself that you really want to highlight and, yeah. and yeah. Uh, before we let you go and before we say our most sincere gratitude for being with us um please tell us and everybody who's listening uh with us right now where can they find you and uh, uh, yeah where can we find you so I am on Facebook. It's Shuang Dash Min Zhang. And I'm also on Instagram, it's Shuang Min. So uh it's easy. It should be not it should be easy to find me because my profile photo is with this tattoo, so it's easy to recognize. I'm also on LinkedIn too, it's also Shuang Min Zhang, just I don't post that much, but I check all of them. So if you want to connect and uh, you have feedback and you just want to know more what I talk about, 
uh, please don't hesitate to send me a message and to connect. And I love it. I love connection. I'm curious about people. I guess that's also why I get in this this work. Um, so uh, don't be shy. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Shuang Min, on behalf of all of our educators, school leaders, and all of our colleagues who are watching across the world, thank you so much for gracing our first episode and the world premiere show of Once a Teacher, Always a Teacher. One last before you go. Yeah. Can you say uh, hello to your favorite teacher and very quickly, why is that your favorite teacher? Okay, I have a lot of good teachers. I consider myself lucky. And then um, I share with Alpha before, I have a teacher who has huge impact in my life. Uh, I was around like 11 or 12. And the, the background I grew up is that uh, the school performance, academic performance is everything. So uh, we have a lot of exams, we study for exams and a lot of that. And one of my teacher uh, in one, session, one, uh, one class, she was sharing something. And then she said something along the line, like, you know, like I'm, I'm upset with your, uh, your, your grades of this exam. It's not because none of you get an A plus. I, I translate it. So it's not, it's not because none of you get an A plus. It's because, uh, she said something like, um, I don't put the exam on you or ask you to memorize all these texts because you are an exam machine. I don't want you to be exam machine. I teach you because I want you to explore. I want to show you what's there outside the world, outside school. And for me, that was phenomenal because I have been, you know, like through my childhood, since I entered school, I I, I, can, I think that my, my core job is to be good at exams. That's right. That's what, that's what the society, what teacher, what my parents care about. And so when she said that, I was like, Oh, so I can be more. Mm. And uh, I, 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 can't, I feel like really, really lucky. I didn't realize this has huge impact on me after I enter adulthood. Right. But then because she said that, from that point on, I never studied for exams. Of course, I know like I have good grades is important because it get out, it, it, you know, it saved me a lot of troubles. But I know I don't, I'm not studying for anyone else. I'm studying for myself and for my future. And I know even I, did, I didn't do well in one or two exams, it doesn't matter because I am more. That's and amazing. I think the concept, the concept of I am more is mm -hmm. really powerful. This like exam, like I say, exam is one thing, but then outside of exam, I am a full being. I'm a full human being. So that teacher, I'm still, I'm still in contact with her, and so it has been like twenty five years. Um, and I share with her like what she said. She didn't, she didn't mean to, you know, speak, make, you know, make that lecture as such big lecture. She just speak from, she just spoke from her heart, but it has huge impact on me because she let me know I can be more. That's great. So with that, Shuangmen, I am going to end our show with the thought, thanks to your teacher, because of that teacher, you understand that you are more and we are more. And this is why I am so grateful for the TNC, because TNC is a live stream platform of all online shows for people on the go. So if you like this episode, we'd love for you to continue to be with us. Please watch all of our shows as, as seen on this screen at the moment. And just imagine having your own show, your own playlist, your own content. But TNC will make it easier for you. TNC aims to transform the lives of all viewers through engaging, authentic, and original content. TNC's vision is to become a global 24 over 7 live stream channel that showcases Filipino talent, global influencers, cultural intelligence, and ingenuity. Please follow my show, Once a Teacher, Always a Teacher, on Saturdays, 10.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Manila time is 10.30 p.m. at night. You can also watch live or on replay 
via Facebook or YouTube. You can also follow us on Instagram. And also, you can listen to us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Just search for hashtag TNC Now. And for sponsorships, please email now at thenewchannel.com or send us a DM. Please enjoy these life-changing shows because we made them specially for you. So with that, oh my goodness, Shangmin, we're going to have to close the show. But before we close the show, do you know how many more days it is before we celebrate Christmas? And in the Philippines, you know, Christmas is a big thing. So oh. gosh, it's 7 to 7. Right wow. here, right here, right here. Seven to seven days before Christmas, Shangwen. It's very confusing with the camera. Yes. All right. Thank you so much. And uh, we will see you again on our next episode. Shangmin, thank you. And to thank all you. of you. Thank, thank you for having me. You're welcome. And much love to all of you. Thank you again. Thank Bye. you, everyone. Bye. Oh, 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 oh,